just after 2 o'clock in podcast time on Monday, August 30th. Uh, welcome in today. It's Eric. It's Alex. Just a heads up. Off next week. Next week is vacation. It is. Oh, shit. What? I didn't add the music in. I'll add it in. And as they say, post-production. I can hear when it just fine. I heard stuff in the background, but it's like, yeah, what's going on? Leaking in through my headphones. I def- I'm tired today, and I don't know why. I haven't felt like this for for weeks, but uh, I'll be fine. But vacation mm. next week. That's nice. It is nice. It is nice. Um, sorry we were a little sporadic last week. Was uh, was helping Josh to rebuild the building here, but... We're back in a better place now, and it's a podcast Monday. There was something I was going to ask you, but I forget, but I've made us a list so we can stay on time because we have till 2.30, right? Yeah, it's just about. I'm sure I can go over just a little. 28 minutes left to go. So a couple of news items first. Happy Solheim week. <sighs> wow, already, um, huh? The Solheim is here. Fan Fest is Friday and Saturday with Gwen Stefani and the Country Guy Saturday. Um, Friday night, my friends the Amelia Earhart are playing at the Levis Square stage from 4 to 5. And DJ Manny is opening for Gwen on Friday night. There will probably be 30,000 people downtown. Do we get media passes? We should go. Did you hear how many people I just said would be there? <laughs> Do you not know who I am? <laughs> yes, I heard. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Um, I could probably find you one somewhere. No. By the way, there's a little teeny tiny echo that I'm hearing of my voice coming from you. Do you? Does it, is it troublesome to you? It is not, but maybe my volume is up too high. Maybe that'll work. Um, so a couple of things with Solheim real fast. There, there's a lot of great opportunities. This Meyer Pavilion is going to be quite a quite a party thing, and I guess they're hoping for like 125,000 fans, which would be a record. Um, it's truly taking over the city. And even people that are like, oh, I'm just so sick of the Solheim already. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those people, they will have some jaw-dropping time seeing just how big and magnificent this is now and will be for the area moving forward as the, the afterglow of it rains. But um, there are practice round tickets available for free for all kinds of military people. So that's a nice, nice offer. And mm-hmm. uh, a big traffic headache, which people could probably suspect was coming but beginning tomorrow at 6 a.m through the 7th door between reynolds and richards is closed that's that's basically right out in front of inverness um it's oh, right. closed okay. and there will be some detours posted so are they doing any is anything going to be happening on door for that to be closed like is there like block parties or something i don't know um okay. so they're encouraging you to use shuttles, which will be coming to and from the Stranahan. I think they're like 10 bucks. Um, also, I found it very interesting that much of the neighborhood around Inverness will be selling parking and selling lots of other things. So there's like a, <laughs> I, I couldn't come on the name of this thing last week. It escaped me like a flea market, a festival, something where lots of people are making some money as this massive event has come through their neighborhood. It reminds me when... Um I used to drive through Ann Arbor every now and then when there was games and like the amount of people charging and they'll, they'll allow you to park on their grass. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, you know what? I don't blame you. Go for it. Um, th- there was a line in one story I read today that, that, the shut up. The golf tournament at Inverness, the song is like a city within a city. 
And I, I'm kind of more curious to see how the neighborhood functions through all of this than I am the tournament and whatnot. But it's a special thing to have here, and it's going to disrupt a lot. But we got a Door Street Exchange off of 475 from it. So not all, uh, not all downsides. Agreed. And I feel like, you know, it'll be fine. It's going to last a couple of days. Like, we'll, be, we'll all be okay. And then you're right. Obviously, so excited for the city of Toledo for this to be happening. But at the same time, I'm so excited for everyone else for it to be over. <laughs> like, if that makes any sense. I don't know. Does that is that awful? No, I, I mean, I, I think the people that are like, stop talking about the Solheim. Yeah, either, yeah. Either. I think most people don't understand its magnitude. And I think yeah. mo most of the people, I think the people that are like, stop talking about the Solheim are just grumbly. There's nothing to do in Toledo people and will mm -hmm. always hate on Toledo. But I think another segment of the stop talking about the Solheim people, I should give that an acronym. Um, their jaws will hit the floor when they see some of the things that happen here over the next seven to eight days because of how ginormous this thing is. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I love seeing so many like local women, um, you know, women leaders in our community that were involved in the Solheim Cup and were, you know, part of the group kind of welcoming everyone and planning for the events and helping to clean up the city and all of that. Like, it was very cool. Like Diana, Diana Patton, she did a lot that I followed regarding the Solheim Cup. I have to confirm or deny with her that she can be on on Wednesday. <gasps> Am I going to miss that day? I'm always missing the good days. I missed Maj. Is it because I've been so busy? No, 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 no. The last, the last couple of weeks have been a little weird. But, you know, I try to have guests on on Wednesdays. And I told Diana flat out, I was like, it's a nightmare. Like, it's a very hairy week. Mm -hmm. um, and I think she took that literally. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, have to, I have to confirm with her because I was told that her son is doing much better. Yes. Um, that, was, that was great to hear after a scary situation. Like, nothing bad should ever happen to that family for all the good that... Diana herself, but also her family does for, for this whole area. So Yeah, they're such a sweet family and attractive family, too. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, speaking of Maj, uh, a quick um, heads up that her Overdose Awareness Day event is tomorrow. Chalk the Walk at Glass City Metro Park. There are other various events happening the air, in the area. I saw that Tiffany Tarpley from WTOL will be part of one in Perrysburg. And I told Jean I'd stop by Brightview tomorrow and hang out for a little bit for her Brightview Overdose Awareness Day event. That's nice. I think I may stop by the Glass City. So good. We'll split up. Um, all right. On to fun stuff. I I got HBO and then HBO Ooh. Max. So I got double charged because I got HBO and it didn't have the premium movies. And I, as I suspected, it charged me 10 and then another 15 to get HBO Max. And I, bear, I, I didn't even make it halfway through Reminiscence. It was very dull. Did you think so? I thought it was good. Like, there was something about it that I enjoyed. But, yeah, it, I mean, it was kind of dull and predictable. It was a little... Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. Never mind. It was, like, there's so much charisma and attraction when Hugh Jackman, when Hugh Jackman does a role. And this was, like, suited for someone of a far lesser caliber of talent and acting ability. Um, <laughs> but we all got to get paychecks. But uh, Candyman was exceptional. Did you see it? No, but I did. I, Josh and I were going to go last night. We, it just didn't happen. And I even tried to convince Amanda that it was a movie about Halloween and, and a celebration of candy, and she wasn't buying it. So it was, it was fantastic. And for me, 
obviously we I, I'm not spoiling anything but it's different than the original Candyman and I think that that's been discussed now enough that people can see that but because of that difference I was able to bear it like I because I don't love scary stuff either so because it was different I've really thoroughly enjoyed it like there was not a lot that I had to close my eyes for was um I know it goes back to the original legend um and it's another I'm telling you we we are ascending up the mountain to the apex of black horror culture mm-hmm. thank you um Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele yeah who mm-hmm. kind of like kickstarted this a, a bunch of years ago what was the one what was Get the out. one Get out, yeah, 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 and and we've gotten so many of these, and this is the next one. Um, how many of Yahya Abdul Mateen's abs were showed during the movie? <gasps> oh my god! Like it was to the point where I had to turn and look at Thomas, and like because I just couldn't hide that I was enjoying it. <laughs> we were like, "Hey, honey, put your hand in between my legs." <laughs> <laughs> like it was just, I mean. And then, the, and then it didn't help that the clothes he was wearing were like two sizes too small. Right. So like to be like the, he's an artist in the film and for him to be that type, like that kind of tortured artist type, he certainly didn't look it. Like right. if anybody looks like a tortured artist, he was fantastic. But, but I, I had like a running joke that he skips leg day. I'm like, clearly he skips leg day. And Thomas is like, that's just how his body is built. I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> So maybe he's a hard gainer with legs. Who knows? Um, the rest Possibly. of he makes up for it with the rest of himself. Um, I think the answer to this is yes, but I would like you to confirm. And I, this could be a spoiler, but I actually think it would be quite a treat to know. Not that anybody's going to shut this off, but Tony Todd is in it in some way, right? Barely, but yes. <sighs> like literally bare like honestly maybe 30 seconds i was i think i was telling Vinny that he is one of the great overlooked contributors mm-hmm. of our lifetimes because he's been in a lot of seminal roles and done a lot of incredible voice work and you have no idea it's him you just know the characters that mm-hmm. he's played but he is an, an incredibly noteworthy black actor I just, yeah, they didn't use him nearly enough. I feel, I felt like there was a character that could have been him that they chose to be someone else. Um, they show, they chose a different actor, but he could have done it. Like I don't know why, in the writing of the story, they did not choose to put him in in this role. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but they did, they did pull him in, and I mean, it's not a spoiler, but he was CGI'd to, to be, to look younger. Yes, to look his the age that he was at the original film. Right, right, so, right. So right. um, I could tell that right away, but it, it was still that it was still that little piece that was really great. But again, I encourage Amanda to go see it. Like I really, really enjoy. I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was great. My jaw was to the floor most of the film. Like I think I had my hand on my chest out of like shock (laughs) you know what i mean and it was just there were so many things about it that i really did love well i when they did the teasers for it a couple of years ago and i forget when this was but it was certainly in a time where um black culture rightly so was rising up from Mm -hmm. the decades and centuries of abuse it's like oh that fits perfectly with the original Candyman storyline um Mm -hmm. with black deaths you saw the original, you know that. Um, yeah. 
So I did something yesterday and today that I didn't feel great about, and I'd like your input. Okay. So I was running around to a bunch of targets yesterday, and I, I had free time, and I was looking for, for collectible, for Transformer stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I made my way up to the target uh, on Alexis, mm. and I don't get up that way much. First of all, <laughs> that, tar- that target is just now being remodeled. I'm guessing the pandemic slowed a lot of that down, but they don't even have self-checkout. It was like being in a Target from 2006. And I saw that they had um, one of the expensive items that I got two of a month ago. Uh, No, it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Um, They they were $85 each. And I saw that they were selling well online. So they had a couple of those. I get home. I look at mine and I'm like, the head's missing. And then I heard something rattling around. And then the head came out of a natural opening of the box. I don't open my stuff. So, I decided to pull a little switcheroo. I <laughs> went back to the Alexis Target last night. I bought the item. And then this morning at 8 a.m., I went over to the Target near me and said, I'd like to return this. It's not open, but the head is disconnected. In fact, it came out of the hole in the box. And there were no questions. And I, and I, I did say... Um, there were no more left at any location, so I just I was safe and I bought it on eBay. So I would just like to return this. And there are there are much fewer questions than there have ever have been when you're returning items these days. Right, stores yeah, don't yeah. want to upset you. But uh, the only comment I got was, "Wow, that's that was really expensive." And I got my ninety one dollars back. But I definitely pulled the switcheroo. Although I could have just been completely upfront with them because there is someone who might have wanted to buy that, who did want to open it, but me not opening it with a missing part devalues for what I could potentially sell it for. So I, I had to, I had to do the switcheroo, which I didn't feel great about. So what did? You, so wait, which one did you, the one that you had already had was broken? Yep. So you found another one that wasn't broken. Yep. And returned the broken one. Yep. I don't care. I mean, you're asking the wrong one because I <laughs> like I feel like I've got a pretty good like moral compass, but I would have done the same thing. You're asking the wrong one. I would I will return like when we could not go into fitting rooms. And so I would have to buy stuff blindly at Target and then try it on at home. I would accidentally get makeup on it. I'd still mm. return it. Like, you know what I mean? I It just. It is what it is. Like, <laughs> I'd still return it. They won't resell it. They'll just add it to a pile of things that goes to one of those discounted stores, and they'll sell it there. That's what my brother said. That's what my brother said. So yeah, exactly. I definitely had some anxiety about it though, because I I I felt wrong, even though it was just like a small gripe and almost not noticeable. But I what a sweetheart you are. I I have a conscience. I don't. Um, it depends on it depends on what it is, and it comes to something like that. Yes. So, let me throw uh, something else at you. I saw, and I'm not naming names. I'm not even giving cross sections. Um, if I send you a text message, it'll kick you off, right? I uh, no. Uh-uh. Are, are you sure? Yep. Okay. Because I can go to my text messages, and it's fine. So, um, and don't say the name of this place anywhere, because I, it's a local business. But it showed it. up, I was looking for, I'll say it, it was pizza. I was looking for okay. pizza on Friday night to save me from dying after the week of physical labor that I did, which was more than the last five years of physical labor I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I wanted some pizza, and I saw this place. I was I was thinking it, so of course it showed up in my Facebook feed. I'm like, Ooh. oh, that's the new place that showed up that, that opened up Blankety, and I, I didn't know if it was open or not because it was hard to tell, mm-hmm. but I guess they're now open. And I Got went it. to their Facebook page, and I started looking at their pictures. If you're going to be a pizza place, and you're going to put that out there, why don't you just buy a Marco's or Gino's or Vito's franchise? Because that looks like franchise pizza right there. There looks like, there's nothing special about that. Uh, yeah, I mean maybe it's the rest <laughs> of the menu. Like yeah. But if you're a pizza place and your pizza is not distinctive tasting or looking, I don't care how good your side menu is or your appetizers or anything. You're a pizza place. Yeah, I guess so. Like, maybe they have different kinds of pizzas. Like, maybe they have, like, special kinds um, or, like, like a build-your-own-kind that's really cool. Or, yeah, like, maybe it's the experience that you're going to get from them. But you're right. It does look like any run-of-the-mill um, pizza place that you could get anywhere. You're right. Yeah. In fact, I'll go lower than that. So, when we've been going to the movies recently, Josh has been getting pizza there. And he said it's okay. Mm-hmm. If I took the logo off of that and made the background a little less artisanal, you'd be like, you can get that at a movie theater. Like, that's that's thirteen fifty at a movie theater. <laughs> that's what I got at, um, at Jet's Pizza the other day. Yes! <laughs> like, why would you open a pizza place and do that? Good luck to them, because they also opened, like, within this year, right? Like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, um, Jesus. Good luck to them. That's why I didn't name anything, no cross streets or anything like that. Um, another mm-hmm. thing, remember last week when we were talking about the Perrysburg restaurants uh, that had some, some dust-ups? Challenges, yeah. So that lamplight place made it through my, my feed again this week um, somehow. And I was actually kind of curious, and they did delete the post last week um, talking about um, you know who, how they pay people, blah, 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 although... Let me check this out. I, like, everything is relative. Everything is subjective. Um, mm-hmm. They were looking for a full-time breakfast cook. The ideal candidate would be, would be upbeat, motivated, team-focused, and have a passion for putting out only the highest quality food. We offer a competitive hourly rate and some of the best hours in the business. And I know you opened my eyes up at, amid all this. Like, we live now where you should know what you're going to get paid. Yes, um, yeah. With how challenging it is for, for service industry right now, I don't know if you could put the exact money out there, but when I read, we offer a competitive hourly rate. Like, I'm not a cook, I'm not a chef, but what's competitive to me and what's competitive to you is completely different, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what's competitive now? Like, I don't know if... I don't know if what we think matters anymore. Like, I feel like what's competitive in 2021 is $15 an hour or more. Like, it just is. Or just under. Yeah. um, This was the... I'll continue to think this is the largest disorganized employee wage strike that I can ever remember. Like, we didn't didn't have to... And remember, it's the federal minimum wage and then there's a state minimum wage. Um, It didn't have to get raised because... The pandemic raised it for everybody now because I don't want you to think I'm shitting on them. Although I'm just saying, you know, maybe you could use other language. Um, as long as you're not going to get kicked off. After I scrolled past that, I did find this on their page. <laughs> mm. 
You, I'll Ooh. come. I'll come work for you for uh, three Reuben sandwiches an hour. Ooh. You'll just have to wheel me out of there after work. That looks really good. I know. I know. Oh, look at the potato chips too. I I know they seem like the uh, I don't know what they're called, but like the homemade, home baked kind. Kettle, like, yeah, the kettle it, kind. It, like part part fry, part potato chip. <laughs> and that delicious looking pickle. Yes. <laughs> I did. Yes. I saw a meme not long ago, and I wanted to find a way to use it creatively somewhere. Like, excuse me, I'll take all your pickles. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to be the person that eats all the pickles that people don't want. I'll be that person. <laughs> put you in a pickle eating contest. Yes. Um, one last thing and then we can we can wrap it up or we got we have eight minutes left. Yeah. But um we have been talking around something and I it totally went over my head and I forget the blog where I saw it and I sent it to Vinny last week. I'm like, why didn't we realize this? So one component that I know you and I have not talked about when it comes to why are these places having a hard time finding people to work? The money, mm-hmm. the money's running out. The subsidies are going, all that stuff is running out. Mm-hmm. And you know what it is? You know what one maybe large component is? Why should you work if you don't have to pay rent? I mean, well, where though? Like it, Every, that depends. Everywhere where you won't get evicted. Like I didn't think about that. If you know that you're not going to get evicted, why should you go work to pay rent? So, yeah, I guess so. I don't know if that's as much of a factor because, like, although you may not have to pay rent, like, you still have to pay your car note. Your bills aren't stopping. Like, you know what I mean? For somebody who maybe has, like, car notes and health insurance and those kinds. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be a lot of people. I don't, I don't. And it's also not easy. Like, you're, you're still, people are getting evicted. Like, we're for not paying rent. I know. You have to pay, you know, you'll have to pay it somehow. Right. But for these 18 months, if there's a moratorium and you can go back to savings or fall back and get the other, because remember, I'm going to guess of all the things, and I don't, I don't think you're wrong at all. And and to me, this just seems, I think this might've just been like a comment on a blog that I read of economics, but it made some sense because while you said all the things that you did, that is your largest monthly expense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, childcare for some people, but yeah, like beyond that, ab- absolutely. Like rent is. I, I have thought about it. <laughs> There's a couple things like beyond beyond that. Like Thomas's job is awful, so I'm like, oh my goodness, what can we figure out where he can like get either a different job or we have some in between time and work some other things out or like vice versa, but it just doesn't work itself out that way. So that, that big move never actually happens. And this may have been the safest year for us to be able to do that, to be honest, like could have been the best time for us to be able to do it. And we just didn't. Um, Well, as we've tried to figure out a reason or the, the most key reasons why people aren't going back to work, maybe we overlooked one that was underneath our nose all along. If you could punt, or kick the, the rent can down the road for who knows how long. People who might have been working two or three jobs, if they just scale back to two, that's a lot mm-hmm. of places looking for workers. And maybe that has been the answer all along that we've overlooked. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it could have been. But also, like, working every day is just hard. We have a work culture in the U.S. specifically where we overwork ourselves. Like, we're working more hours, more days. The expectancy is higher 
And like to not have to do that, like I would, I might take advantage of that. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just, it just burns people out on a regular basis, and that is to be expected, not prevented. Yeah, um, something I stumbled across last week was somebody damning work culture. Um, I don't know if it was U.S. the U.S. so much, so much as it was like globally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what? took down the dam was our mobile devices like as soon as you could work on your phone it was game over Mm -hmm. um that's when 40 hour weeks went out the window or you had to be good about um when you setting boundaries is the common phrase but i like to look at at least some of the the liberties that i've had and and i think you take you're you're smart about them as well it's like Mm -hmm it's kind of understood if I disappear in the middle of the day for three hours to go to the gym and run errands, but I kind of stay up with my email or there's nothing important I miss. Nobody cares because they know if there's an eight o'clock email that I'll tend to it. Mm. But not, I, 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 go ahead. I was going to say not anymore. Like I don't, I, that was the, that's the other part that like you can ask anybody in there. It I, maybe things used to be that way. Like so long as the work was being addressed and it was okay. But then there's other folks where I don't know if it's like boredom or if it's just burnout is turning into people like being petty and and nitpicking where it's like if you are not at that computer or at that desk or at that phone during work hours when I call, then where are you at? I'm going to track you. I'm going to you know what I mean? It's it's insane. No, I I think you're right. I think a a lot of employers and I don't I don't want to dare put a number on. I think a lot of employers felt the sands, the sand and water slipping through their hand because they couldn't watch these people all the time. Mm-hmm. And you probably had some people who were doing work from home. I don't know. I'll just leave it at some and try to be nice. Some people were taking advantage of the free time. But I'm going to guess for the most part, most people, like if somebody was responsible at work, they were probably responsible at home too. Mm-hmm. And the people that were irresponsible at work that you had to keep tabs on all day long got worse when they got home. Right. Right. Um, we have two and a half minutes left. <laughs> I mean, I've got a little bit of overtime. What else did we miss while 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 last week I was pushing things and it, it sounded it sounded like we were making a porno here because there was a lot of screwing, pushing. There was a lot of is it in yet? Is it in yet? Pull it out! Pull it do you out! Have, do you have before and afters? I want to see. I want to see if all of this work was worth it. I want to see what you have created. That is probably why you're feeling so tired. You're like, I don't know why I'm so like beat down right now. I'm like, hello. Like all of last week just took every ounce of energy you had. No wonder that next week is going to be vacation. You know, are you taking time off of the station too? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will work. I'll get my show done for Labor Day, but that's a, that's a day off for us. So I don't have to be here. So I'm off that week. Good. That's nice. And I'm, That's tr- nice. I'm off on Thursday, Friday. I'm trying to fill the calendar with things to do. Um, nothing, nothing magnificent, but just some things I'd rather do and not rush myself and run over to work in the middle of the day. But um, all the carpet is in, and the, that was the problem. The carpet, the carpet people were moving lightning quick. They were very efficient. Carpets by auto, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we had to keep up and take things apart and find a place for them, and then move them from that place because that place had to be carpeted and then move them back mm-hmm. in that place because it was I can't even think of it it, it it was challenging it was tiring mm-hmm. I'm surprised more of my body didn't hurt or ache 
Um, Josh did a, a great job of what was asked of him. A couple of the girls in the office, Mary and Mia, helped out. But it was the four of us, for the most part, moving all that stuff. And I can't tell you that the after picture is worth seeing unless you want to see um, more modern commercial carpeting because <laughs> only the carpeting got done, and we're still trying to figure out where and what the painters are doing. Oh, got it. <laughs> well, then, no, I don't, I don't need to see that. I don't know. It's just, no, I don't think we missed anything last week. I think we pretty much covered it. What do you think? I mean, there was a hurricane. There's a hurricane that's, like, bearing down on Louisiana. I think it's now a tropical depression. Yeah, I know. I, and I, I feel bad, and you want to say leave, but they can't, they, they can't or won't. I'm kind of like over getting really concerned about some of these hurricanes. Like maybe everybody else is still catching up, but I'm like, you do realize like we are having more hurricanes than ever before. And if not more right. in quantity, more in quality and like the bad quality, like we used to go from having a couple of twos and threes to now watching these things build into fours and fives. Um, right. I think it was 92. The first big hurricane, I remember Hurricane Andrew. You probably vaguely remember it, right? Uh-uh. It I would have been two. <laughs> it, well, I mean, you hear about some things because they just linger, but it was a monster. Uh-huh. Um, and then in the 2000s, we started having monsters like that every couple of years. And it's because we're, we're fucking with the planet. So um, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I was supposed to, when I was young, when I was younger, like in, I don't think it was high school. I think it was like eighth grade or something like that I was actually supposed to move to New Orleans my family and I so um we were going to be moving to New Orleans because my mom's boss took a job at a children's hospital down there and he bought her out and basically said I will pay you this much money if you pack up your things and you move your family to New Orleans so we did we decided we were going to be moving to New Orleans and we were looking for housing and then Katrina hit like Mm. literally Katrina hit within a couple weeks of all of that happening and so he did not take the position ended up staying in um ohio i believe maybe he went somewhere else but my mom did not so we ended up staying um in cleveland but if katrina had not happened i would have been in nolia in new orleans and that is the teaser trailer for this week's marvel what if episode (laughs) shang chi this week i know thursday night i'm gonna try to go are you? Jo- oh, I'm off Thursday night. Can I go? Yeah, as long as Josh isn't dead. Um, as long as he survives this week, I'd like to go at like 7 o'clock, fall in timbers. I've already looked it up. Yeah, Thursday night. It, yeah. What about Thomas? Um, I'll ask him. Sometimes he gets days off this week. We're going to Cleveland this weekend for the air show. We go every year. So I, it's just hard to pick what day we're going to do that. And I don't know what day he'll be working. So I'll have to ask him. Okay. Let me know. But I've got it locked in for Thursday. Um, back to New Orleans for a minute. Sure. If uh, if you gave most people like a ticket to anywhere in the continental U.S., I think most people would do, if this were Family Feud or whatever else, Florida, Vegas, California. Then we'll maybe New York like City. New York City, maybe ought, ought. I go to New Orleans. Uh, I will go to New Orleans any day. It's such a good time. It's the people are so friendly, like which is weird, but I guess that's Southern charm, I guess, or um, Southern hospitality. But they really are very friendly, and it's just really unique. Like when you drive past the graveyards and the like, not necessarily the voodoo culture, but like you see it, 
a bit and um, the eclectic culture and the Mississippi and oh my god I love New Orleans so much which is ironic because I should have lived there but I did not the voodoo the great alcohol and the hurricanes and hand grenades the food <laughs> besides the, the the seafood the people yeah I'm, I'm all in there was a uh, comedian he was probably the raging Cajun that used to come visit us at the old station and go to the funny bone and I'd always ask him to tell us stories because he lived on what was an old plantation. Mm-hmm. Now he lives there. Um, and he always said, we can come visit. And if there's anybody from my career who I take up out of nowhere to go visit, I would track him down and say, you said I can come visit. I just, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love to go there. I mean, We I, should go. I feel like, I please take me with you. Like, I think you would love it. And I would just want to see it. I've been there, not so much, like it's not like I've been there all the time, but I've taken a couple of people there for the first time and just seeing it on their face. I really love it. There is a pandemic, so we're not going anywhere right now. <laughs> yes, this is true. Exactly. Uh, real quick as we wrap up here, what's your, what's your vibe on COVID stuff? I am, like just in general, I, it's... I mean, it's really sad. Like everything is getting worse again, but I am not, and I under, I agree with people making the decisions for themselves, whether they want to get, wear the mask or not, whether they want to be work, if you can make that decision of I'm going to continue to work from home or not. Um, so I'm in support of people making those choices because it makes a whole lot of sense. I am surprised though. Like I thought about it and I said, I don't think I've heard from DeWine like have we heard anything from DeWine like did he just disappear like he was leading the way and now all of a sudden he's just disappeared I think he hopped on the middle of August or the first week to caution schools Mm -hmm. um but I just think he's kind of over it because no one's gonna listen to him and no yeah the health director we liked so he lost his constituents um thankfully it's not that bad here I, I guess Mississippi's out of control. Their governor said something moronic. Um, and I pulled up their map, and their map is of, of cases is higher now than it was in the wintertime. And I looked at ours, and ours is lower than during the second wave. But um, this is the, we are full on in the Delta part of the pandemic. So um, right. surf that wave because the third one's here. I feel like I should be a bit more responsible. Like I do feel like I should be wearing my mask for myself. Like I, I've always, I mean, I get, I get that they say, well, you don't wear your mask for yourself. You wear it for other people. And I'm like, I'm going to wear it for myself before I'll wear it for you. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to get COVID. Like I disagree with that, but I feel like I should be wearing my mask. I do need to schedule my booster shot. I'm eligible for it. It's just a matter of lining it up with the work schedule that fits. For me, because it's worse, everything is so chaotic here, which I'll share like off podcast. Um, so I, like I'm definitely going to get that booster. I don't know what's in the vaccine. I don't care for all of those people that are like, you don't even know what's in it. Like, shut up. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like though Ohio is getting pretty bad. I think we went from like 200 new cases to over 2000 in, a ma- in less than a week. And I think some of our hospitals are no longer accepting people. Like there's a girl that I know personally that's sharing some things on her Facebook page because her father has COVID and they didn't have, there was nowhere that had an ICU bed or a ventilator for him. And they finally got one in Columbus after almost, I think a couple of days. And he was not, he was like trending 
up and then down and now I think he's been consistently trending like neutral if that makes any sense like he's not getting better or worse but it was it's hard to see her share those things and um she did there was nowhere for him to go so I do feel like while Ohio is not as bad as places like Louisiana like it's still really bad and it's it's weird not to hear from DeWine I, I thought about that and I'm like where has he been it's what it's always been. It's like if you want, if you if you're okay getting sick and dying, that's great. But you just can't do it at a hospital because people who have no control over their diseases or ailments need this space. So can you die in the street or something? Yeah, and I saw. I did not read it, and I should have. I should have. I should have clicked it and read it. But again, it's been so busy today, and there was a doctor that did like an op-ed that just says, "I am losing um, empathy for unvaccinated patients." Like. He's, and he says, and I don't feel bad about it. So like he'll get the unvaccinated that come into the hospital and he's not giving them as kind of care as someone else. And it, really in some of these places, like there's so many COVID people that have had opportunities to get the vaccine. I think there's a really, Dr. Dr. Gupta, the chief medical officer for CNN had shared a chart that showed like the trajectory of hospitalizations for the unvaccinated but compared to the line of hospitalizations for people with the vaccine and it was night and day like it it really was and these are people this is preventable at this point like it's just you're taking up a bed people are hurting themselves on the milk crate challenges like what if somebody dies like you won't be able to go to (laughs) you know what i mean or like snaps their neck you won't be able to go to the hospital they can die too I don't know if it was real. It's probably just for like internet shits and giggles, but there was a there was a gender reveal milk crate challenge. And I saw that. All I hoped was that the earth swallowed that motherfucker up. So actually, I did not and I should have commented because my response was it's better than causing a forest fire in Arizona. Like I guess yeah. better than milk crate challenge than causing a forest fire somewhere in California because you did your gender reveal that involved um what is what pyro, what, what do I want to call Pyrotechnics, that? Pyrotechnics. Yes. Fireworks. Yes. Exactly. I mean, the only thing missing was that person wearing clogs and drinking a pumpkin spice latte and ordering a pineapple and a pizza, but whatever. So I made a joke when we were with, when I was with Matt this Saturday, cause they had all those milk crates in the back. And I was like, anybody want to do the milk crate challenge? And nobody laughed or looked at me or pretended like I said anything. And then I did it again. Cause I thought it was so funny. And again, not like crickets. <laughs> it's just like, okay, Alex, let it go. <laughs> I was joking, by the way, I would never do that. I'm too scared. Um, go pick your mother up. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go and get her. I haven't seen my mom in a while. And uh, let me know when we, we want to chat later and we'll uh, we'll catch up. Yeah, you can call me. I'll be pretty much free for the rest of the day and I'll be driving for an hour. So call me. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye.